Welcome to the Soul Gym. I'm Crystal. I'm Jody. Hey, I'm so glad to have you guys this yes, week, huh? Yes, we are. Yes, all right, are. all right. So this week we are talking about fear. Fear. We are talking about fear. Mm. And you probably, you know, hear us talk a lot about Dr. Carolyn Leaf. And she was talking about fear. And she said that fear is really at the heart of, of all st stress. You know, and, and people are living so stressed out. But one of the things that just was staggering was that she said that when we're when we're living in fear, when we have this high state of negative thinking, negative fear in our life, it is triggering 1,400 physical and chemical responses in our mind and body. Mm. And they're not working for us. Mm -mm. Huh? So this week's scripture, this is what we're, we're basing our foundation on this week. Okay. Is what, sister? 2 Timothy, not 1st, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound Mine. Mine. Woo. That's right. So get ready because here we go. Woo. So you guys, that's our question. I mean, are you living in fear or are you living in faith? Mm. I mean, when, when we are living in fear, I'm telling you, it is an awful existence. Mm -hmm. Here are a few indicators. I mean, fear is just faith in the negative. Mm -hmm. It's just believing in the negative. But here, here are some of the things Jody and I were talking this week. Here's some of the things that you, you start to do. We can start to do when we are living in fear. And really, it's all about worry. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we talk about worry all the time. And I, I believe like the, the Greek word comes from the same word is, is like a dog chewing on a bone. That's what worry is, is it's that ruminating mm -hmm. on the negative, you know, just that, that gnawing. And worry is action. I mean, it's a verb. And so fear is really all about worry. And then worry moves into, into a lot of different things. But one of the things is procrastination. Mm. Are you a procrastinator? Mm. I mean, we think it's time management. It's not time management. Procrastination is all about maybe the fear of failure, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it's a fear. It's stopping you. It's, oh man, I used to be a terrible pro mm -hmm. procrastinator only to find out it's really about a fearful emotion mm -hmm. We're we're not wanting to do something because we're afraid to mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. So stop procrastinating and dig in there. What are you really afraid mm -hmm. to do? Um, we were talking to about not wanting to look bad. Man, <laughs> it's so unfair because I think as human beings, we want to be included. Yeah. We want to be accepted. We want to be a part. And so, man, when we care so much about what yes. other people think about what we're doing, talk about a dream killer. Yeah, huh? that, that's torture. Oh, you know, it is. One thing that set me free as a young girl is I was so self-conscious. I mean, it was so ridiculous that, I mean, I can think back of the times I was put on the spot in the classroom and almost crying and turning beet red yeah. because, you know, the teacher called on me and I had the wrong answer. And I think I finally started talking to my mom about it. And she said, Jody, if you only realized how little people think of you. <laughs> it, it, oh, I'm not in my microphone, am I? Did you hear anything about <laughs> 
My mom said, if you only realized how little people thought it's of you. It's so true. See, that that over-self-consciousness is you are consumed with thinking that people are consumed with thinking about you. And they aren't. So I've told my kids, you know, they're self-conscious at times, too. And I go, you know what? It's so true. If you make a mistake or do something stupid, you know, Johnny is not going home for 12 hours thinking about what you said or did. You know what? People, you might pass through people's minds for a second and boom, you're gone. So the more we can realize no one (laughs) is thinking about us except us. You know, the freer you get. It's true. So let go of that fear. <laughs> it's pointless. You're just not that important. Yeah, we're saying. not. Sorry. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> no one cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. But, I mean, so a lot of people can, you know, respond in fear and get real quiet and, and into themselves and, and can really shut down where probably based on personality maybe Mm -hmm. others who are dealing with fear get angry Mm -hmm. you know irritated frustrated more of a a defensive you know type type of you know handling the fear Mm -hmm. but we're here to tell you man there is hope you just don't have to live like Mm -hmm. this i mean there there is something that god gave every single one of us a measure of Faith. faith a measure of faith i want to be a person who lives by faith. Yes. What's the scripture in Hebrews? Yes. I think it's Hebrews 11. 1. Oh, you got to get your glasses. Faith is, faith the, substance is the substance or confidence. Oh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not, not seen. That's right. And some translations say, um, instead of substance, the confidence. Yes. You know, having confidence. That's all. That's what it is. Faith is having confidence that God's got this. Yes. You know, that, that his word that he gave us is actually true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when we're living in fear, we care what other people think. Um, we, we, I mean, we were talking earlier that faith is just tormenting. Mm-hmm. Well, look, look at all the things you described earlier. Right. Worry. Procrastination. Yeah. Procrastination it's, is actually dread. It, it is. You're, you're dreading. Nothing good's going to happen. If I do this, who cares? I don't want to go there because nothing good could come of it. Um, all these things, looking bad, anger, frustration. If that isn't torment, I, I'd say I don't know what on, it is. on some level. On some yeah, level, it's tormenting. Yeah, it's tormenting. Mm-hmm. Where faith is freedom. You just said it. You know that whatever situation that you're you're going to experience, God is going to be there to take care of you. When He says, "Cast all your cares on the Lord," uh, why? Because he cares for you. Right. He will take care of it. So faith is freedom. Faith is a rest. Faith is comfort. Faith is is a joy. It's a relaxation where this is how you can tell if you're in fear. You're irritated. Mm -hmm. You're frustrated. You're worried. It's coming against you. It's trying to stop you. It's weighing you down. It's making you feel bad. It's making you, it's paralyzing you where faith makes you move. It makes you go. It makes you flow. It makes you light. That's it makes right. You free. That's right. You know, in James, I mean, a lot, here's here's our problem: is it it talks about that dead kind of faith. You know, a lot of people believe in God, mm-hmm. but when God tells us to do something, to to, to take a step of faith, mm-hmm. to act in obedience, that's where we blow it. That's where we're not acting in faith. 
I mean, faith without works is dead. I mean, in James, it says even the demons believe mm -hmm. in God. I mean, so we can believe, but it's, it's that doing. It's taking that step of faith because we believe God's got mm -hmm. this thing. I mean, Jody, you opened up and you said that God had not given us a spirit of fear. So this isn't coming from God. We talk all the time. Is God doing this? Mm -hmm. No. no. God's, God's not doing anything to make you afraid. We've got an enemy mm -hmm. and, and he gets in our head. But God has given us a sound mind. We are to have the mind of Christ. We we are not, we just were not designed to think these mm -mm. negative thoughts. Mm -mm. Dr. Carolyn Lee says, even under a microscope, when you when you can you can see healthy thinking, and when you're thinking right, it develops these pink proteins. But when we are thinking negative, when we are thinking toxic, when we are thinking fearful thoughts. There is neurochemical chaos going on in our brain. They can actually see it. I know you can physically see it happening. Woo. Exactly. And so look at the effects of negative thinking, of fear-based thinking. I mean, it creates, you know where that placebo effect is mm -hmm. believing something positive? This is called the nocebo effect, that we are believing in the negative. And guess what? I mean, whatever you're believing, you're mm -hmm. right. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But when, when what toxic thinking or fearful thinking does, lots of things. And we know this. There are, there are thousands of studies that talk about fear on the body and on thinking. First of all, it can completely shut down your immune mm -hmm. system. So if you're getting sick all the time, all the time, these pesky things after you, Look at your thinking. Look at your level of stress and fear-based thinking. Come on, we know it. Gastrointestinal problems, ulcers, irritable bowel syndrome, trouble sleeping, maybe overeating, leading to alcohol problems, drug problems, let alone our mental processing. Come on, go ahead. There's a story. I'm not sure if it was Carolyn Lee, so don't quote me. I think it was her. Where she always does these studies, excuse me, um, and brings people into these cubicles. And there was, uh, I believe, someone in there with the flu. And so they would take a group of people who were terrified of getting sick. And they brought them in and they hooked them all up. You know how scientists do. Hooked them all up to study, you know, their brain activity and their, their they could, you know, their pores and all this stuff. And they... They sat them all down, hooked them up, and there's a person sitting there, and they said, this person has the flu. And instantly, we're talking about fear, instantly their pores would open up, and they were, because the fear would make them more susceptible to this fear germ. Oh, that was weird. And most of them got the flu. Yeah. Then they took in a group of people who never got sick, never cared about getting sick, weren't afraid of getting sick did the same thing, hooked him up, sat him down, and said, this person has the flu. And they were like, and? Yeah. Who cares? Pores didn't react the same way. They remained closed. They removed the things, and they left, and none of them got sick. So look at the I effect. Know. I know. Look at the effect that fear has on people. Literally, it physically opens you up to what you're afraid of. Your pores literally open up and say, Come on, yeah. In. The same way faith that's right opens itself up. That's right. Your pores, probably the cells in your body, your heart, your mind, and when you believe God, 
and trust and want what God has, it brings it on. Amen. Amen. So we talk about thinking all the time. And so people who live in this fear, who just, that, that, that is how they think. I mean, what it does to the ability to process, Mm. you know, it, it really messes up your judgment, mm-hmm. um, your ability to make good decisions. Um, and I mean, Carolyn Leaf says that if you stay in this fear-based, stress-based thinking for too long, it can literally cause brain damage. I mean, because thoughts are energy. Mm-hmm. And so thoughts create these neural pathways. You know, you can think of them like, like freeways in your brain. And so under a microscope, as you're just talking, under a microscope, you can change this fear-based thinking as you stop giving energy and we stop thinking about these negative things. You can watch it completely disintegrate under a brain scan. And so you start putting in faith and getting rid of fear. You carve out new neural pathways. Mm -hmm. You create new, new freeways Mm -hmm. inside your brain. I mean, it's, you can physically rewire yes. your thinking and get rid of these old negative fear-based patterns of thinking and replace them with faith. Yeah. See, faith things, the voice of God, the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, all packed with faith. Yeah. When God talks to you, it's, it's in faith. When you read the Word, open yourself up to it. It brings faith. When the Holy Spirit begins to drop ideas and thoughts and words into you, it it brings faith. But fear, look at what fear does. It brings worry. It brings anxiousness. So if you're trying to get rid of all this confusion in your life, I know so many people who are so confused and confused all the time. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this. I know I what is going on. If you find yourself sitting there going, what is going on with my life? That's confusion. Yeah. That's fear. Yeah. You've been listening to the wrong voice. And Satan will constantly, constantly get in there and go, you're going down. It's falling apart. You're not going to make it. So if you find yourself just in a box, just bumping along going, I don't know what to do. You've let the devil get in there through worry, through fear, through frustration. But when you let the voice of God, the voice Amen. of faith come in there, there's a clarity. Yeah. You know, Satan is not the author of confusion. Or God is not the author of confusion, the Bible says. He will tell you exactly what to do. He will tell you exactly where to go. His ways are not confusing. Right. So listen to his voice. It's clear. It's liberating. Yeah, absolutely. That sound mind. Faith comes by hearing. And Jody, you were just saying it. You guys, I mean, it is, it's the word. Yep. I mean, God, God placed in each of us a measure of faith and we can let that sit there forever until the day we die mm-hmm. or we can grow it. You know, it's a, it's a seed like any seed that has to be planted and cultivated and watered and grown. And, and that's what the word does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's alive, it's active. And so as we take the word, we take a scripture, I'm telling you, we say it all the time. There is a scripture for what you're going through, whether it's the fear of dying, the fear of, you know, a broken relate, whatever it is, there is an answer in the word, the word. I mean, it corrects, 
It directs, it exposes lies. It speaks to us. And it, and if you really want to shift, you know, from fear-based living to faith-based living, it's got to become a part of your mm -hmm. daily routine. Mm -hmm. It's got to become a part of who you are. I'm telling you, th this is the answer. Yeah. Now, I heard someone the other day, which was just so profound to me, is I know a lot of people read their Bible. Yeah. You know, they're on a daily routine of reading their Bible. And, and that's great. But he here's what we should do. When we come to our time in the Word of God, rather than just reading through it, just to be reading the Bible. checking yeah, off the day. Check, Got it. Open it up. And what you need to say is go, God, here I am. I, I'm about to read your word. I open myself Amen. up to it. I open my mind. I open my heart to your word. And I ask you to, to fill me with your word. Answer the questions. Show me what to do. I take it in as my life, as my breath, as, as everything I need to, to know how to live. And watch the difference. All of a sudden, the Word of God will not just be you reading Scripture, but it will become alive. Like meditation. Yes. I mean, that's what you're... Yes. You, you take it in. Yes. And then you meditate on oh, it. Oh, yeah. You, you, you break down every word. Yeah. You know, and you just... Meditation. I mean, if you know how to worry, you know how to meditate. Uh -huh. It's it's the same thing. It's just in in the positive. Mm -hmm. You take that and you just chew on it and think about it. I mean, you just you just you let it become you. Mm -hmm. And that that's the power of meditation. And I mean, meditation. When you read about it in scripture, I mean, it talks about what brings success. Yes. And that's meditating on the word. Yes. I mean, you're you're so right, Jody. I think we can just read it. Yep. It's done. It's part of my morning uh -huh. routine. I, I got it done. But do, do we do we really mm -hmm. you know chew on it? Yeah. And meditate on it and think about it. That's how it becomes a part yeah. of you. Yeah. And then visualize. Uh huh. And visualizing, you, you have to incubate it. It's yeah. like a baby. You know, you, you put it in your mind. You put it in your eyes. Mm -hmm. You put it in your mind, and then it begins to drop down in right. your heart. And it becomes a part of you. It becomes who you are. And what's what's amazing is then you start automatically start thinking like God. Mm -hmm. You know, a situation will arise and all of a sudden that scripture will come up and says, don't be afraid. Don't worry. Trust in God. So that's when you know it's getting yeah. in there. It's, it's getting it, in there. It's, uh -huh. it's creating it's a whole new uh -huh. neural pathway yes. in there. When it becomes automatic, automatic. then you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's. It's gotten uh -huh. in there. When we're talking about visualization, we love to talk about oh, visualization. Yeah. I mean, and it works in the positive or the negative. I mean, we think in pictures. We yes. think in images. We hear a word and we create an image. Mm -hmm. And this is how faith works. Faith is that substance that, I mean, that you're, you're hoping for something. Right now, you're hoping for something. Mm -hmm. You're wanting something to change in your life. You are dreaming of something. This is how faith works. You grab that scripture. You, I, we, we get a, a vision board, a something symbolic, a picture, and and you visualize that promise of God. I mean, so real that you can smell it, you can taste it, you can feel it, you can sense it. 
When you visualize, you see it done. Ooh. That's faith. Yes. You see what you're hoping for. When you're visualizing, see it done. Yes. I mean, that is the act of faith itself. Faith, you said, Lord, I, I right now it has not manifested in the physical, but I know. I know it, it's there. And as, as you visualize and you grow in your faith, you are bringing that thing right mm -hmm. into your life. The power of visualization, I'm telling you, if you can see it in here, you can seize it. Well, the woman with the issue yeah. of blood yep. said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. Has she? <laughs> did she do it yet? She sat there she talking, saw it, yeah. thinking it, and what happened was she got a picture of it on the inside of right. her. And I used to wonder, what does that scripture mean? Believe you receive and you shall have it in Mark 11, 23 and 24. And God showed me that woman, if you can see it, you can have it. Mm -hmm. So believing you receive is seeing yourself with, with it. it. If you can't see yourself with it, you haven't believed you received yet. Right. Now, do you have it out here? Nope. Do you have it in here? Yes. Yes. And it's so real to you, you can taste it. That's when you know you're Amen. believing. Amen. Amen. I mean, and then controlling our mouth. Yes. I mean, we can be believing and then all of a sudden, you know, that we're... The devil comes and these pressures mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, ah, yes. you, you'll know too. We just said when, when those thoughts are automated, what comes out of your mouth is going to be an indicator because out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. So when that pressure comes at you and you start speaking in faith, oh, mm -hmm. you, you, you know it's in there. But when that pressure comes and we start speaking the problem and we start speaking the fear, man, there is, there's is life and death right there. And so we really have to be careful with our words. I mean, th that pressure is going to come. Just don't say anything. Yeah. You know, just if you're not there yet, just learn to mm -hmm. guard your mouth mm -hmm. and guard your self-talk. Start start talking to yourself in the in the positive. I mean, because the, these thoughts, that running dialogue, listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you you will know where you're at right there as well. I'm telling you. I mean, there is nothing like living a life of faith, mm -hmm. and there is tremendous growth that I need. You know, <laughs> I, I I I do well. And then those moments yeah. will, will come. Uh -huh. And, you know, the, these times have been challenging, but I, it is so exciting uh -huh. and so much fun uh -huh. to see and believe what God is going to do. We want to encourage you. If, you are, if you've been living a life of fear, we want to encourage you. There is a different path. There is. We don't have to live by this world's mm -mm. system that would tell us this fear is just natural. Yes. That it's just normal to, to feel like this yes. and to be like this. Fear is tormenting. Yes. And that is no way yes. to live. So we want to encourage you today that, that, that there's a different road. That God did not give you a spirit of fear, but he gave you a spirit of power and of yeah. love. And perfect love is what kicks fear yeah. to the curb. And a sound mind. sound mind. That's what we're all about. Developing right in here. Developing that inner strength. Because when you're strong inside, guess what? 
everything's going to be strong on the outside. Mm -hmm. So, hey, we love you guys being a part of the Soul Gym. It's just an honor uh, that you guys are here to join us. Um, keep sharing our podcast, YouTube, wherever you're watching or listening. We really, really appreciate it. Check out our website, soulgymsisters.com. It's got all kinds of you know, fun stuff and our blogs and downloadable things. So go there and check us out. Um, we will catch you next week at the Soul Gym Ooh. where we just keep going after flabby thinking, developing mental, mental muscle. muscle. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.